everybody, it is Melanie Mitro and Katie Ersta, and we are the hosts of the Make She Happen podcast. And this podcast is for you, friend. We're going to dive into the skills, mindset, and systems you need to build a successful social media presence, and it supports your business goals. All right, and I am Melanie Mitro, one of the co-hosts, and I have left my full-time career in early intervention to be a stay-at-home mom and seriously craving something more. All right, and I'm Katie. I am a stage four cancer survivor. I absolutely love all things storytelling, and I was a teacher who truly just wanted to get the groceries paid for. Never in a million years did I see what would happen with this business. Oh my gosh, and here we are, 10 <laughs> years later, and we have built multi-million dollar businesses from our laptop, from our kitchen tables, basically anywhere that you have Wi-Fi. And the cool part is now we get to teach other people how to do the same. So just two female entrepreneurs who are wives, moms, and we're also besties who want to take you on the journey right alongside us to help you build a business that you love and a life that you desire. All right, so come on in, check out today's episode. Well, hey everyone, it is Katie and Melanie of the Make She Happen podcast, and we're catching our breath over here because yes. we have been laughing so hard because it's Thursday. As we're recording this, it's Thursday at two o'clock, and we have been so busy behind yes. the scenes working so hard, but having so much fun doing we it. Are, we are. And so we were trying to read these questions, and our guest was probably looking at us like, oh my word, what is going on over there? But yeah. thank goodness it's Brad. I know. Because <laughs> Brad Bizjack is actually a good friend of ours, yes. and he is just an excellent guest to have this week because. We're ready to talk about really when you're when you're hungry for more in your yeah. business, what might be missing. And, and we're going to talk through some of those things. And he's just an incredible mindset coach. And yeah. we have the opportunity to talk to him today. Yeah. So, hey, Brad, if you want to unmute and uh, give everybody a hello. Oh, hi, everyone. And I, I, I'm super pumped to be here, first of all. And thank you for the privilege of allowing me to serve your audience. But I got to back what you just said right before we started recording. <laughs> oh my Word. The three of us were just laughing our butts off, Word. trying to Word. use words and it wasn't working and it was hilarious. I just, I don't even know. But I think that, I think that sometimes you need laughter. Laughter is just a really great way to mm -hmm. remind yourself of, mm -hmm. of gratitude and how mm -hmm. good life is and the fact that we get to do this business. And you shouldn't take life that seriously. Absolutely. I think that there is a great lesson <laughs> in that as well. There is, there is. And you're, and you've been on the podcast before. So we're actually, we're bringing you back in and we're excited. We're excited to have a conversation and it's in the fourth quarter. When mm -hmm. this episode is airing, yep. it, we're in the fourth quarter. And I know, isn't that crazy, Brad, to kind of think that through, mm -hmm. right? So, and I, I know a lot of people are sort of in this point in their business where do I push you know, do I like, is now the time to double down? They're thinking about what they want for their life, whether it's more happiness, more success, they want better relationships, they want more freedom. And, you know, people are getting so wrapped up in, do I go for it or is it too late? Like, have I maximized my opportunity or am I falling short? And, you know, people instantly just want to go out there and just do right? They just mm -hmm. want to, they want to do things. Tell me the strategy, give me the tools, mm -hmm. right? Tell me how to manage my time better. But when you look at success, where do you feel like success starts at? Like, do you feel like it's in the action or do you think it starts somewhere else? I love this question so much. Where does it really start? I, I kind of want to, there's two things I want to touch on with this. 
especially at this point in the year where people are deciding if they're going to push or not, if they're going to go for the end of the year strong or kind of just settle out. I think one of the things that we need to take a look at first before I actually answer the question is what causes the inspiration to actually do versus not do? And I think where most people are at, and one of the reasons why a lot of people are stuck and their success slows down is because they're spending their time obsessing over what they don't want instead of going after what they do want. Mm -hmm. It's like, I just don't want to be overweight anymore, or I just don't want to be broke anymore. I just don't want to be in debt anymore versus I want to be healthy and vibrant and alive versus I want to be financially abundant and able to travel and all these things. And so my biggest piece of advice first is to take a look at just where your focus is going, because wherever focus goes, energy flows. If you are focusing on the problems in your life and what's wrong consistently, you will feel that. You will find, if you say to your, if you're asking the question, oh, why am I so fat? I'm just making this up. Your brain will say, cause you're a pig. It'll give you an answer. It'll tell you why. But if you start looking for what you really, really want, you're going to start to be directed there. It's like in the market, if you're in the market for a car, mm-hmm. like you're looking around and you're like, I wonder what type of SUV I want to buy. Mm-hmm. But the minute you want to buy a Lexus RX, cause that's, that's our, I love that car. The minute you decide that's what you want to buy, you start seeing it everywhere. And you're telling your brain that's important. So the first piece of this is to look at, are you obsessing over what's wrong or are you looking at what's right, what you want? Because if you're looking for what's wrong, you won't have motivation to push, to go after your big dreams. But to actually answer your question, where does success start? It starts not with goals. It starts with the level of your goals. And what do I mean by that? And this is just my personal opinion. What I mean by that is setting a dream that's so big and so huge that it actually excites you. It's like, if you're plugging in a destination into Google maps, if, if that's where you're going and you, you were to drop a pin, do you have something that you actually want to take a road trip towards? There's a very big difference between saying, I'm going to drive to the Grand Canyon and see that vast beauty versus I'm going to drive to a random field in central Illinois, right? There's a very big difference. And most people set their dreams and ambitions based on driving to a little field instead of driving to somewhere they actually want to be at. So if you have small goals, goals that don't actually pull you, that don't cause your heart to beat a little bit faster then you're not going to feel motivated to maximize Q4. In fact, it's going to bring you down, cause you to focus on what you don't want. It's going to cause you to stay stuck versus if you have huge dreams, huge aspirations, things that you don't even think are possible yet, but you're just so excited about what could be, Mm -hmm. that's going to get you out of bed in the morning and actually get you moving towards where you want to go. Um, One last thing with this is a metaphor that I like to share with people and involves tennis playing tennis. And Melanie, we've talked about this before. um, And I think this will truly serve all the people that are listening here. If you have an ambition of being the greatest tennis player in the world, and that's your dream, and you show up to the tennis court against all the people you've always played against, Mm -hmm. you won't be the best in the world. You're going to, it doesn't matter if you have a shiny new racket, new sneakers, new tennis balls, whatever it is, because you're playing against the past. And that's what most people do. They set their goals and their dreams based on what they have or haven't been able to do before, which makes them not want to push because you're trying to solve the current problems of your life with the mindset that created them. But if Serena Williams walks onto the court and it doesn't matter what shoes you're wearing, what tennis racket you have or what tennis balls you have, 
you will just step up because you're playing against who you could become. And once people start doing that and start playing against the future, they start moving because when you're pulled to a future and you have a dream that's so big, you don't have the time to focus on the problems of the present. You're just so excited about the possibility of the future. So that's what I would recommend for someone at the end of the year, how to maximize the end of this year and get the most out of it. So just want to give some perspective here because I do love the mentality of dream big, but I actually feel as though sometimes people get really caught up in, is my dream actually big enough? So I remember even when I started my direct sales business um, over nine years ago, about 10 years ago, next spring, I remember meeting and seeing all these people who talked about the finer things, the fancy things, the pretty things. And literally the goal that set my heart on fire was getting the groceries paid for. So I really want to clarify that when we talk dream big, your dream big does not equal the person next to you. So when Melanie was talking about dreaming big, she had a grand vision for what she wanted her business to be. But my grand vision was not fighting with my husband over finances. My grand vision was going to the grocery store and knowing that I had enough in the bank account. And that was a big enough dream for me. So I really want to say, and if Brad, if you want to touch on this too, you don't need permission to say how big your dream needs to be. It just needs to be a motivator for you to take action. And if you aren't taking action, it's probably because whatever dream you've said or whatever vision you've created actually doesn't match what you really, really want. I like that. I like that a lot. Yeah. If, if you don't have motivation to go to take action, it's because your dreams don't excite you. Yeah. That's, it's really plain and simple. They don't excite you. And most people set their dreams based on what they're told they should want instead of what they actually want. So what matters here is not the actual, what is written on paper. It matters. What matters is the energy behind it. Mm -hmm. So and I always say this as a joke, but it's actually kind of true. If your dream makes your butt pucker a little bit, (laughs) That's a good sign, right? If it kind of makes you, what I mean. I'm actually like visualizing right now. I'm getting very confused. Because like we said, it's Thursday at like 2.30. And I'm like, I don't understand. Go ahead, Brad. What I mean by that is, does your dream cause a change in your energy? Does it make you sit up and go, yeah, that's what I want. Does it cause your heart to beat a little bit faster? Does it make you think a little bit bigger? Does it cause an excitement within Mm -hmm. you? That's what I mean by butt pucker. I get and so, <laughs> like I get a little butterfly. My stomach yeah. gurgles a little yeah. whenever I like dream big, you know? I like excited. that. And likewise, when the groceries actually started getting paid for, that dream no longer sufficed. Like that yeah. dream was not big enough. So I had to grow into my dreams and I had to become a woman who was capable of dreaming bigger and actually believing those dreams were, were able to be achieved. Yeah. So- When I started though, I didn't have that mindset of like dream big and actually that's achievable. I had to grow into that. So I just kind of wanted to share if you're a, if you're a person who keeps hearing the words dream big, it matters, but also it's your dream. Like you don't need permission for how big your dream should be. Right. Right. I love that. I love that. Okay. So let's talk about your, your we kind of know what direction we want to go in. Right. So maybe we're we're saying, Hey, like, this is what my big dream is. This is what I want to do, but like, how do we activate that, that potential? Right. So, and I know that that's something that you do focus on Mm -hmm. like that activation of, of your fullest potential. So what is something that you can actually 
share with our audience that would actually help them begin to activate their fullest potential? I love this question. And I think it's one of the biggest things is more of what you can let go of to activate okay. your full potential. Because I can answer with massive action, right? Because mm -hmm. when you take massive action, not baby action, baby action, you're not going to gain an education, right? Because by the time you actually gather enough data to see what's working or not, times have changed, seasons have changed. You want massive action so you can collect data and see what's actually working. Because if you think about what success is, success comes from good judgment. Good judgment comes from experience. Experience is typically the result of bad judgment, right? Okay. That's typically where it comes from, which means that yeah. failure has to be okay. And so massive action is the cure-all. Okay. Massive action is the number. If you know where you're going, you have this big dream, most people are so obsessed with how that they don't even start. It's called the tyranny of how. They study, 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 study all day long until they find a guarantee that it's going to be safe and it's going to work. But if you value certainty so highly that you're not willing to leap before you know, then what's going to happen is you'll close the world in around you to feel a sense of control, which doesn't allow you to expand. So you don't feel like you're growing. So a piece of you feels like you're dying. Yeah. And what we want to do is take massive action from a place of letting go of perfection. Most people, it's, it's kind of like reading a book about swimming. Right. Mm -hmm. The only way you're actually going to be good at swimming is from getting in the pool. And this is why you want to surround yourself with people that know how to swim that won't let you drown. You have to get in the pool if you want to swim. You right. can't just sit on the sidelines. But what most people do is they're challenged by perfection. And they'll say, no, 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 I'm not a perfectionist. Most people are because perfection is just fear that you're not enough. That's all perfection is fear that you're not enough. And so if people want to make sure they're enough, what they're going to do is try to avoid risk. But the only way to actually truly thrive the level of your greatest potential is to accept calculated risk, not just saying, say, screw it, I'm going to Mexico, right? I'm just saying yeah. calculated risk in your life. So we need to give up perfection. And one of the ways to do that is to realize the pain that perfection causes. Perfection causes pain in one of three ways. In fact, before I tell you what those three ways are, I want to share one of my favorite quotes about perfection that I think can help a lot. It's perfection is the lowest standard we can ever set for ourselves because it guarantees pain. That's a quote from Tony Robbins. And it changed my life when I heard it. If you think about what perfection is and how it causes pain, the first way it's going to cause pain is that you're going to be craving the how so much that you won't ever start. So there's going to be a piece of you that just feels behind a piece of you that knows it's meant to expand into more and you feel called to do more, but you're so scared that you don't leap. And so you'll feel pain from staying stuck. The second way that you're going to experience pain is that you are going to link up every time you fail, that you are a failure instead of that you failed at something. Yeah. And so we talked about success coming from good judgment, good judgment, good, uh, good judgment coming from experience, experience coming from bad judgment. We need to realize that you are going to fail on the path to success. You have to, you have to, if you do not fail, you will not thrive. You might get by, but you're not going to thrive. Mm -hmm. And so we need to let go of this idea or let go of this feeling that if we fail, then we are a failure. No, we failed at something, which is actually data that allows us to thrive. And the third way, and this is kind of the hidden way that a lot of people don't see as perfection, is that you might take action. And even, even if you uh, know that 
or even if you were searching for the how, you might let go of that. You might let go of this idea that you are a failure. Mm -hmm. But what most people experience with perfection is that they end up achieving and it doesn't feel like enough. Uh-huh. They bounce from peak to peak to peak going, where's the joy? Where's the fulfillment? Where's the happiness? And their sense of worth becomes a moving target. And it feels like it's never enough. And so then what happens if it's never enough is that eventually you start to resent or get bored with the vehicle that was going to be the key to your freedom. And it causes a ton of resentment, a ton of discomfort, and you end up feeling burnt out and exhausted when really it's just perfection. And so one of the things we have coming up, and we'll share this with you in a couple of minutes, is um, something that will actually help you break through perfection forever. But if we want to succeed faster than ever before, we have to let go of this mindset if we're going to. And those are the three ways it causes pain, which should cause enough leverage to change. Yeah, I agree with I agree with so much of that. It just this idea of, of perfection, but there's a lot of pressure. I feel like for a lot of our listeners that many of them are in the direct sales space. And for a lot of those, those people in the direct sales space, there is always something to work towards Mm -hmm. outside of themselves. So there is always an accolade. There's always a reward. There's always a prize. There's always an incentive. There's always a bonus. There's always, there's always, there's always, there's always. And I remember very clearly at a point in my business being like, I cannot keep chasing carrots. Like I cannot keep chasing them because I'm out of breath. I actually am starting to resent the the run, the chase. And so I want to ask you, when it comes to this idea of success, what is a mindset shift that you encourage people to take or a mindset shift you, you suggest to people when they need to stop running so hard when they need to stop chasing, because that's part of the job. We, we have goals. We, we are working towards things. So what's that actually look like to stop chasing, but to feel that internal reward. So can you walk people through what, how you actually encourage people to do that? You ask really good questions. That's because I, I really do feel like I've had the struggle myself and I've walked through it and I've healed from it without necessarily having a mindset coach. And I do feel like having a mindset coach would have shortened the learning curve for me, but I do have my own thoughts on how to actually do it, but I want to hear from you. Well, that's fantastic. Um, (laughs) (laughs) So I, I love the quote success without fulfillment is failure. I love that quote so much because if you aren't actually experiencing joy in the journey, then you aren't actually successful in the way that you want to be. And so what a lot of people do is they rely on what's called push motivation, right? It's where I'm going to push for a goal. It's willpower. And willpower is a beautiful thing. We don't want to take away from willpower. There's a time and a place to push. There's a time and a place to hustle. But if you rely on that and that alone, you will get burnt out. What we want to do is rely on what's called pull motivation. It's where you don't have to work hard to work hard. It's where you feel guided, you feel pulled. And that comes from a mindset actually of appreciation. How many times have you seen people post about appreciate the journey on Instagram, but then five minutes later, they're stressed out about why their business isn't at a particular level, right? It's so, so, so common. But I have a belief that appreciation is the master skill to faster success. Mm -hmm. I believe that to the depths of my soul. And the reason for that is because when you're in a true state of appreciation, not just counting your blessings, but actually feel the state of appreciation, the state of awe, the state of beauty, 
pain and limiting emotions that stop you from taking action can't exist simultaneously. They don't exist in that state. So what we want to do is to actually not resist where we're at. A lot of times when people are going after their goals and their dreams, they say where they are right now is wrong. And if you make where you are right now considered wrong, you say, I should be further along. I should be at that rank. I should be at that income level. I should be there. And they end up shooting all over themselves, right? That's where most people live. And they say, I should, because suffering comes from expectation that it should be different. That's all suffering. Expectation that it should be different. I'm talking about emotional suffering. And so if we trade our expectations of how things should be, for appreciations of how things are, then all of a sudden we learn the lesson that will move us towards where we wanna be. And life will teach you that lesson over and over and over again until you listen. One of my favorite metaphors of all time is from a man named Scott Harris and it's called Feathers, Bricks and Trucks. And really what this means is life will basically say, hey, I'm gonna dust you with a feather. I'm gonna say, hey, pay attention to this. Pay attention to this. This is probably important, right? You should stop eating so many cheeseburgers right? Probably a bad idea, but we don't pay attention because it's just a feather dusting and it keeps trying, but it doesn't get our attention. So then life's like, Hey, I really got to get your attention. And so it writes you a little note and says, dear Melanie and Katie, please stop eating so many cheeseburgers. You should really stop eating so many cheeseburgers. They don't eat that many cheeseburgers, but you should probably stop eating so many cheeseburgers. It will help you in your life. Love God, the universe, infinite intelligence, whatever you believe in. And it takes that note and it wraps it around a brick and it throws the brick through your living room window. So it gets your attention. Glass shatters everywhere. And what most people do is they get so ticked off that the glass is shattered, meaning they have high cholesterol. They're on high, they're on blood pressure medication, whatever it is. They're so ticked off that the bigger problem happened in their life. And it shouldn't be that way that they miss the lesson that's sitting in their living room. It's right there, but they miss it because they're so frustrated that it should be different. And then they don't pay attention to the lesson. So life throws another brick and another brick. And then what happens, they start looking at other people around them that have glass intact. And they're like, you don't understand my situation. People keep throwing bricks through my window. You have windows intact. You don't understand. My situation's harder than yours. And the lessons are right there in their living room. So life, if you don't pay attention to that lesson, if you don't see it and stop and say, huh, what can I learn from this? then what life will do is it'll take a big can of red paint. It will paint the lesson on the front of a truck and it will run over you. And just before it's about to run over you, it'll blare its horn. So you turn and look as it runs you over. This is the heart attack. This is where you get the wake up call. And some people do get the wake up call. They do get the lesson, but a lot of people don't. And they say it should be different. It should be different than it is right now. And they don't see the beauty in where they're at. They don't see the gift in where they're at. So my whole point in all of this, if they want to actually make this happen, is not resisting existing circumstances. If you resist your existing circumstances, they will persist. But if you accept them and learn from them and see your pain as a gift, then all of a sudden you find the lesson that's the key to the next step to break you through. It's like weightlifting, Mm -hmm. right? You go to the gym and lift weights. That's resistance that you push or pull against to sculpt your muscles. Problems and pain are the resistance that you push against to sculpt your character. That's all it is. And so if we see the lesson in it, then we can break through the next level. So I hope that answers your question, but it comes down to appreciating the journey is what makes it happen so much faster. Does that answer your question? You're giving me a weird look. 
I am giving you a weird look because I think it does, but I also just want clarification on it. If that's okay, do I have permission to just push sort of a little bit? This is unacceptable, Katie. I'm just kidding. (laughs) Are the carrots worth pushing? And if so, how do you make the carrots worth it? That's a great question. Are the carrots worth pushing? Do the carrots pull you? Thank you. I think we needed that extra piece from for people is it has to mean something to you. So if you're looking at a goal or you're looking at something that you're working towards and it actually doesn't pull you, it doesn't mm-hmm. mean anything to you, you've got to reevaluate the carrots you're running towards. You've got to reevaluate yeah. what you're actually working towards. Right. So I love that. I love the feather and the brick and it doesn't just apply to business. I love that you gave us the example of a heart, a heart attack, because I feel like even in, in our, in our world, the things that we've both been through, there have been these little feather dustings that have kind of warned us about certain things. And even in my own life, like health, health Mm -hmm. issues, I've, I've had the feather dustings and ignored the feather dustings. And it isn't until the, the wake up call, the brick that you yeah. actually realize, oh, something's really wrong. Right. So right. that's really important too. It is. It is. And, and it's important to, to, again, it kind of goes back to your definition of success. Yes. Right. Mm-hmm. It goes back to what is that thing that you're, you're working towards do and do, and are you appreciating the journey of, of mm-hmm. getting to that thing that you're working towards and really being in the moment you know, and then also making sure that it matters yeah. to you. Like, is the, is that pull towards it? Like, does it actually matter to you? Does it have significance in your life? Yeah. Can I add one additional piece to that? Sure. Yeah. Business goals fuel life goals. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. if a business goal, if that carrot doesn't excite you, well, maybe it's a zucchini that you want. Yeah. Right. So, so if your business goals don't excite you, think about what those business goals will cause you to be able to do in your life. Okay. Maybe yeah. that will excite you and pull you towards like what that. you really want. Yeah. I like that because some people want their business to be a vehicle to have more freedom to volunteer, to spend more time with their family, right? To create more flexibility, to reduce pain in some other area of their life, right? right. So sometimes you have to think about it a little bit differently. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. So I know that one of the big things you're also getting ready to teach is like how to actually accelerate your success without yeah. working more hours. And I think sometimes it's like, okay, we've just got done talking about massive action. We've just got talking, done talking about dreaming big and pushing <laughs> towards something, but pulling I towards. pulling towards something, pulling towards. pulling towards something. But all of that in my mind means that I have to work more hours more time, more energy, more time away from my family. Like how, how do you actually make that happen? Mm -hmm. Oh, fantastic question. So first of all, I have a masterclass coming up that will teach you how to make all that happen. But I think what matters most is that we take a look at the belief of success requires more sacrifice. That belief is toxic because if it were true, then anyone that works a lot of hours would have massive success. Right. So What we need to do is, first of all, get rid of that belief because that's going to stop you from ever wanting to go after big goals. And so what I put together is this class and it's totally free and it will literally teach you how to actually build the wealth and the freedom that you want, how high performers achieve seemingly so much more than all their peers Mm -hmm. with so much less stress without working more hours. And it comes down to letting go of that belief, but we talk about three big things in there. And I think everyone should be a part of this. The first big piece is the idea of how 
to actually appreciate the journey. How do we actually do that? Instead of just saying we need to, we want to strive for something so much bigger than we have right now while feeling alive with where we're at right now at the same time. Second thing it teaches is how to give up perfection forever. I talked about the consequences of perfection today. We're going to talk about on that masterclass, that webinar is how to actually do it. How do we give up perfection forever? It's called anti-perfection. It's a method and a strategy. And then finally, we talk about something called the magnetic success formula. And what this is, is really how do I attract money, time, support, all the things that I need that seem elusive mm -hmm. so that I can have all this success faster than ever before. And through that, what people will find is success does not require more sacrifice. It doesn't require more. It requires alignment. Alignment is the new hustle. And we're going to teach people how to live that way through the lens of appreciation. It'll be beautiful. Super excited about that. Yeah. And is it cool if I tell people when it is and all that stuff? Yes, yeah, for go sure. Ahead. And we'll okay. have this too in the show notes as we well. We'll make sure we drop it. But yeah, please do, do so. Yeah. So the details are, it's the 13th of October coming up real soon. Yeah. 13th of October at 10 a.m. Central time. That's 11 a.m. Eastern and 8 a.m. Pacific for all of you that are bad at time zones. So <laughs> 10, 13, October yeah. 13th at 10 a.m. Central time. Um, it's going to be live about 90 minutes and we're going to break through all that stuff holding you back so you can succeed faster than ever before with more fulfillment than ever before without working more hours. These guys have the, the link for you guys to enroll, yeah. but that's where you can do it. We do. We, I love it. And I, and we'll put the details into the show notes for everybody to snag. So first of all, the thing you should do, the thing you absolutely should do is sign up for the masterclass. Okay. But the thing that I want you to really think about in preparation for this is what do you really want? Not what does your upline tell you you should want? And now keep in mind, your upline will likely tell you you should want things that will help you get to what you told them that you want. So it's not a bad thing they're doing it, but you need to be crystal clear on what you really want out of this life. What do you really want? Not what are you conditioned to want? What is not, not what your mom, your dad, your brother, your sister tell you you should want. What do you really want out of this world? And say it from a place of no limitation, say it from a place of possibility. And once you identify what that is, it's just like buying that car. You're going to start seeing opportunities and solutions to that everywhere and it will make your life so much easier. So I know that's not a big homework assignment, yeah. but if you register for this masterclass and you prep with that in mind, that masterclass is going to do so much more for you because you know where you're going and that masterclass will teach you how to get there. I love it. I love it so much. Thank you so much for your time today. And for all of the nuggets of wisdom that you shared with us, this is definitely one that I encourage people to share and to go back yep. and re-listen to, take notes if you were driving, right? Re-listen <laughs> to it again, because, you know, success really does start with, with your mindset and the belief that it's possible and appreciating the journey. And I do wish that I would have known that in 2011 because uh, there are so many instances where I was saying, I'll be happy when, right? And now looking back, I was like, oh, you know, that was one of the things I just wish I would have enjoyed the journey. So, you know, at least I'm learning it now. Yeah. Yep. All right, you guys. Well, thank you so much for checking out this episode. Brad, thank you so much for your expertise and your experiences and of course your mentorship on this podcast. You guys, we will see you next week as we drive towards those year end goals. Have a great day. 
All right, so if you loved today's episode, make sure you head over to wherever you listen to the episode today and leave us a rating and review. And also take a little screenshot and tag us on Chic Influencer. We'll feature you in our stories. Plus, we'd love to get your feedback and hear from our listeners. Yes. Until next week, let's make Chic happen.